Chris. I'm Kate Ryan. A mix of sci-fi and westerns. Jordan Peele's new movie Nope drops this weekend. Vulture critic Jen Chaney joins us to talk about it at 1010. A new start for some rescued beagles. I'm Neil Augenstein. Good morning. Great to have you. It's now 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. President Biden isn't letting COVID get him down. He tested positive yesterday. White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. He'd say the president is still experiencing mild symptoms and keeping busy. The White House tweeted a picture of him signing a bill Thursday that temporarily waives tariffs on imports of baby formula. Today we're told he'll take virtual meetings with advisors to discuss gas prices and his legislative agenda. We're expecting another update on the president's health later today. So far, the first lady's tested negative. New CDC data shows infections at assisted living facilities in the U.S. are on the rise. CBS's Alex Tin. The number of COVID-19 cases in nursing homes is roughly as bad as it was at this time in 2020, according to figures now published by the CDC. More than 11,000 new infections of nursing home residents were reported for the week of July 17, more than 13 times worse than at this time last year. An audience member tried to attack Congressman Lee Zeldin on the campaign trail near Rochester, New York. A man wearing brass knuckles with spikes on the ends went after the politician but didn't get far. He was tackled by the head of AMVETS, Joe Chenelly, who was in the crowd. When he said he'd served in Iraq, yeah. I kind of went down, hands on my knees, and said, you know, we're going to get through whatever, whatever you've done here tonight. So you're going to get better. The suspect's been charged with second-degree attempted assault and released on his own recognizance. We're learning more about a stabbing on Chicago's red line. Reporter Bernie Tafoya is with our affiliate WBBM. Chicago police say that around 2 in the morning, a 42-year-old man left one red line train car and went to another car at the North Avenue Clyborne station when six people followed him and attempted to rob him at knife point. The attackers then began cutting him with the knife and a broken bottle, but the victim also took a knife and started fighting back. Police say when it was over, the victim had suffered stab wounds and cuts and was taken in serious condition to Northwestern Memorial Hospital. Four people are in critical condition. The heat wave that's baking the deep south and the northeast is expected to hang around right through the weekend. Lance Menard, a farmer in parched Perry County, Missouri, is crossing his fingers. We are supposed to have some rain next week. Hopefully that'll help. I don't know if it'll help the temperatures, but some rain will definitely do us some good. Retirement day could be right around the corner. Let's see if I can make you you a millionaire tonight. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is up to $660 million. That's the ninth largest grand prize ever. Odds of winning are still just one in more than $302 million. Dow up 26. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 10.03, Friday, July 22nd, mostly sunny and hot, highs in the low to mid-90s. Good morning. I'm Gigi Barnett. And I'm Nick Ionelli. The top local stories we're following this hour. Gas prices are down, but will they stay there? Gas prices may continue to drop for at least another two to three weeks. That is barring any 
hurricanes or unexpected disruptions. Patrick Nahan oversees petroleum analysis for Gas Buddy. He says in the district, prices could edge closer to four bucks a gallon. And according to their fuel tracking app, nationwide, there are now at least 35 stations where you can fill up for under $4 a gallon. He says where we go from here depends on the economy. If we get better news than expected, we could see prices going up. And keep in mind, hurricane season is upon us as well. So if we see any major hurricanes heading for the Gulf of Mexico, that could be bad news as well. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Last night's January 6th committee hearing was designed to show that President Trump failed to take action to stop the insurrection and that he wanted the mob to attack the Capitol. The committee released outtakes from a speech Trump recorded the day after the attack. But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over. I just want to say Congress has certified the results without saying the election's over, okay? There was also a reaction from Trump's deputy national security advisor to a Trump tweet complaining that Vice President Mike Pence failed to act to overturn the election. Matthew Pottinger told the committee that he would, when, when he saw the tweet, he knew it was time to leave. I had said earlier that it looked like fuel being poured on the fire. So that was the moment that I decided uh, that I was going to resign, that that would be my, my last day at the White House. Uh, I, I simply didn't want to be associated with, uh, uh, with the events that were unfolding on the Capitol. The hearings will continue in September. The Department of Homeland Security's Inspector General has begun a criminal investigation into erased Secret Service text messages from around the time of the January 6th attack. The Washington Post reports the IG has also ordered the agency to immediately stop searching for the text messages. Those texts could reveal what President Trump was and was not doing as his supporters attacked the Capitol building. Election 2022 on WTOP Now. The final count for Maryland's primary is at least a week away, but some candidates have taken a look at the count and decided that they don't need to wait any longer to concede. Among those reading the handwriting on the wall and the votes that they haven't gotten so far was Democrat Doug Gansler, the former Maryland Attorney General, who was in the crowded field for governor. In a Thursday afternoon statement, Gansler called the results personally very disappointing, but said he'd dust himself off and look for other ways to serve Maryland. Other candidates in that primary, Wes Moore, Tom Perez, and Peter Francho, continued to wait and see what the final mail-in ballot count would bring. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Nine people are suing Prince George's County, claiming they were held illegally in the county jail even after a judge ordered them to be released. The suit in federal court is seeking class action certification. It says it's illegal for judges to defer to county officials about the release of people before trial. The suit says that denies the freedom of people who haven't been found guilty of a crime. The district is extending the hours of 11 pools through the weekend in anticipation of high temperatures. The pools will be open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. beginning today until Sunday. Most of the city's outdoor pools will still close at 6 p.m., though, so check yours and make sure that yours is the one that stays open. At least one pool will be open late in every ward, but two pools will be open till 8 in wards 5, 7, and 8. Coming up on WTOP, Space Invaders meet ranchers in the latest Jordan Peele film called Nope. We talk with Vulture critic Jen Shaney. It's 10.07. When your celebration of life is prepaid in advance, it becomes a gift from you to your family later. Because no one should have to plan for a loss while they're experiencing one. Paying in advance protects your loved ones 
and gives you the peace of mind you deserve. Let us help you plan every detail with professionalism and compassion. We're Domain Funeral Homes. Find us at DignityMemorial.com.